Hey, everybody. How you doing? Hi. Uh, this is Um Actually podcast that we're doing. I mean, it's the Um Actually podcast if you really want to be specific, but I don't particularly want to be specific. Um, this is the date. Uh, my watch is out of 13th. batteries, so I'm going to say it's the 13th of October. Yes. Uh, and uh, we got a bunch of comic books, and we're going to, like, pound beers. <laughs> Woo! All right. I was ready with the, the <laughs> sound, sound effect. That's great. This is also going to be a morning zoo, so I'm going to have some toilet flushing sounds and some other oh, stuff. Man. It's going to be great. Howlin' Mad Murphy, you're the greatest. <laughs> uh, so let's go. I read a whole bunch of comics this time. Heard uh, many comics. And there's also, there is a minor problem, as you may know, that Penguin Random House sucks Shiz. <laughs> they are the worst, and they are very, very bad at shipping comics. They were very uh, full of themselves in their belief that they could ship comic books uh, without consulting anyone in the industry at all. And uh, yeah, and so now everything is uh, our Marvel stuff is all fucked up. So we lost about 30% of our Marvel books. So I'm sorry if we sold out of anything you wanted. We probably have a damaged copy of it if you just want to read something just in case. Because these are not isolated incidents. This is industry-wide. Everyone has approximately 35% damages. Some are worse. Um, Like, if they have a particularly rough UPS... I mean, these were just in thin boxes with no reinforcement whatsoever and no packing materials. The books are always, like, the corners are just smashed. Yeah. In, like, it's crazy. So, but again, we don't put damaged books on the web. They are all in your mint condition if you buy them on the web. That's We only stock good stuff. Also, so. as, as you know from, uh, you know, having your, your wife being a bookseller, we all know that they don't have the excuse of saying, well, we usually ship books and this doesn't happen because their books come all fucked up, too. They literally just dump their books into a box and do not ever pack anything around them. Nope. I mean, every once in a while they pack something between them. Yeah. But not around them. No, never around them. Only they they just smash around in those boxes. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. I'm always shocked when shit shows up from them that's not destroyed. Yeah. So hopefully they're going to fix it, or hopefully we'll complain enough that Marvel will fire them, and they'll go back to Diamond. Because honestly, Diamond's killing it right now. Diamond's <laughs> packaging is like the best I've seen forever. Yeah, but then they'll get back to their regular numbers, and it'll be like, Ooh. oh, now we're fucking everything up again. Exactly. Oh, it's... Uh, Some kind of unique symbiosis is a wheel. betwixt the three is yeah. what is needed. A drawing of the three to pull that <laughs> last comment back together. That's for all you Stephen King fans. Um, anyway, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 76 came out. I liked it. I was so happy that this was the way it was. <laughs> um, yeah. This is going to piss a bunch of people off because it definitely is... Uh, it's setting up a Scarlet Spider uh, comic, which I'm I'm into. We yeah. we already knew this. I'm not spoiling anything for anyone. No. This is that was the way that this thing was going. Um, but it's well written. It does not feel like the stuff that I hated in the last year or so. I'm I'm super in. I'm like I'm I'm very into this trade over. Yes, I like it as well. I've been wanting to get into Spider Man and and uh, similar to some other long runs with some other major characters. Uh, I've just was like, eh, it's not to my taste. And then you got to wait three years yeah. until it's done. <laughs> uh, and I love Zeb Wells. Like, I yeah, really, Zeb Wells like, is great. 
This is not his of... first go round in the no. Spider Man oh, universe as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, I he's been around. I think he was part of the when they had the jam. There, it looks like they're kind of going back to that. That like, um, I think Kelly Thompson is one of the new writers. Um, but it's like a, really? a series of like okay. rotating. But the art is more involved too. Patrick Leeson is more involved. And I thought it was weird that they made a big deal out of it, announcing him as a new <laughs> Spider-Man artist like a few months ago. And then he just like vanished immediately. And I was like, huh. And now it's like, oh, two two times a month, there's going to be right. a Patrick Leeson Spider-Man because he's a fast nice. artist. So like with a little lead time, like he That's can nuts. he can do a chunk. Like he's good. And I love I love his 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 style on it. I, I like it. I just hope it doesn't come out every week or something like that. I can't yeah, that's, do it. That's crazy. That's too much. Um, American Vampire Trade Paperback Volume 4. That is a restock. I don't know why I mentioned that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, that's Avatar Last Airbender. Smoke and Shadow Omnibus is also a restock. Um, some things got on here. There's Because our system has to change the way that we import comics into the system changes every time they change the system. So now we have like a new distributor now that we're dealing with Penguin Random House. You know, there's another set of oh. inputs that we have to go to. So now we're going to three different files that we need to pull and it's very confusing. And luckily I don't have to do that part of it. Uh, Confuse me. Thank you, Chad. Um, <laughs> nice. Avengers number 49 is out. We're at the penultimate issue, I believe, in the Winter Hulk story. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really fun. Um, I, it's I, it's taking place in a locale that I hate. I've never, never been a fan of the Atlantis stories. Uh, but, you know, uh, seeing She-Hulk beat the shit out of Namor is always fun. So I enjoyed that part of it. And, uh, yeah, there's some cool stuff. I, I don't know why Avengers isn't more popular. It's yeah. just a straight up fun comic. Yeah. It it eludes me why Once, this run because isn't they like have super to popular. like announce that the character is going to appear in a Marvel TV show and then it will be popular again. Um you know what's always popular? Batman and Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, Scooby-Doo Mysteries number 7. What a delight. Good stuff. It's great. I enjoyed it. It has Ace Ace the Hound, Ace the Bat Hound. Yep. And, uh, you know, oh. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred the Bat Hound. Alfred is in it, too. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's the Whirly Bat. <laughs> Everybody loves that. Everybody loves the Whirly Bat. Uh, Batman. Is, we'll go through all the Batmans here. We've got Batman 89, number three. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, the the new Two-Face story sequel to the Batman films. That, the yes. sequel that never came. Batman 3. Yep. And it looks like... Uh, Lois Lane holding a Batman cookie on the cover. Yeah, it's not though. It's it's I don't know who that is, but she's holding the, the actual Batman symbol from the suit. It's very sad because it looks like it would be a really delicious cookie. Yes. Um Batman Arkham Asylum the Deluxe Edition. That is the Grant Morrison Dave McKean series. Uh pretty cool. Yeah. And we've got Batman Audio Adventure Special number 1. It is not an audio adventure, just in case you're confused by the fact that they called it an audio adventure <laughs> and that when you're looking at, uh, at it on the website, you wouldn't be sure if it's a comic or not. It is a comic book. Yeah. It is based on the podcast of the same name, but is not. It is it is comic book representations. One of them is written by Bobby Moynihan, <laughs> <laughs> who you might know as the tiny little stabby man from Comedy Bang Bang. I don't know. He also, I know him <laughs> as the sidekick to David S. Pumpkins. Oh, that's also true. Yep. Um, 
And we've got one that... Okay, listen. Again, I'm sick of Batman. I don't need another Batman story, especially an origin story. But God damn it, Batman the Imposter was good. Cool. Like, I, it's not something that I was, like, I was wanting or looking for. It's like Spider-Man. If somebody does another Spider-Man origin story, I'm going to scream. But Batman's worse. It feels like I get a Batman origin every three weeks. And this one also, is Also, just... you can tell the Batman origin in three panels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was done that way when it first was told. Yep. And this is... I'll take that necklace you're wearing, lady. <laughs> ah, pearls, blood, <laughs> sad kid, <laughs> grows up, bat through the window, <laughs> got it. But no, this one is told as a... This is like the... Uh, oh, shit. What is the name of it? Um, hit Girl and... Uh... Hit... I don't. Girl. I don't remember what the what the actual oh, kick ass. Kick ass. This is the kick ass version of Batman. Oh. It's sort of like uh, it's the if this person was a real human being, what he would go through and the lengths that he would actually have to be. He's basically found out his identity is like ruined right out of the gate. He's beaten nearly to death. This is a very. It's a very brutal version of this, but the telling of it. The art, the story, it's just very, very well done. And so, hmm. regardless of the fact that you've heard it a million times, I liked the way that this was done. And that's what I'll say about that. Yeah, I and it, we sk- glossed over the audio adventures one. I actually really liked that one. I thought it was really cool. That is a very... Uh, uh, if you are a fan of, um, of like, anthologies where the stories vary greatly from, from panel to panel, or panel to panel, story to story... Um, each one of these is sort of like very much its own thing. Mm. They're not, they don't share anything. There's like, you'll get five pages and then something completely different, which is cool. Yeah. I very much enjoy that. I am, I am a fan of those types of of books. Totes. Um, Batman urban legends. Number eight has an amazing Batwoman cover. Yeah, it does. And it has, uh, yeah, that, that actually is pretty strong, uh, anthology title. That has been, that one was the one that I was like, why would this be anything? Because they've done this title before. They do all of these, like something legends, legends of the dark Knight, blah, 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 blah. And this one, it just seems like it's been really good all the way through. Yeah. That was like, but the quality of, I think because, well, no, I don't know. I'm speculating, but um, they, when it's shorter stories, they can get higher caliber of talent to do them. So they're actually pulling in like some pretty good, talent on the stories that Zadarsky red hood story was really good yeah um so yeah i i enjoy it plus you know it has the outsiders which means i get a little tiny metamorpho <laughs> fix nice uh which i like we got black hammer reborn number four i did not read it but i like it we have black panther legends number one this is a this is a sort of i don't know all ages kind of retelling of the origin of black panther Okay. Pretty cool. Uh, Blade Runner Origins number seven is out. There's a really cool pulp cover for this one that I really liked. Um, it, done by Hack, so of course it's awesome. Nice. Um, Blue and Gold number three, the Booster Gold Blue Beetle comic. It's so much better than you would think it is. I know. Like, well, but I would imagine that like anyone who isn't a huge fan of the JLI series is probably not getting it. But it's. I think that anybody who knows Jurgens doing 
Booster and, and yeah. Blue Beetle, I think they're excited about it because that was such an iconic run of comics. Yeah. When he was writing that, it was so good. It was just like there was there was no low point in that series. Huh. Um, I don't know. I I don't know how many people there are left alive. No. Uh, <laughs> well, most of those guys are still around, still working. Yes. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Trade. Buffy the Vampire Trade Paperback Slayer. Something like that. It's it's volume seven of the trade paperbacks. Um, Challenge of the Super Friends, number seven of seven. That's the end of this series. That's too bad, but very cool. Um, I'm very excited about this Charles Adams Cartoonist Life soft cover. That's cool. Basically bought it for myself, but it's out there, so I can reorder it if you want to take my copy. Uh, <laughs> Chilling <laughs> Adventures of Sabrina, number nine, uh, is out. Wow. What a what a fun little delay we've had. Uh, issue 8 came out 5 years ago, 4 oh, years wow. ago. Yeah. And uh now here we go with issue 9 continuing. They didn't even have enough to finish a trade paperback. That series ended halfway through with no <laughs> no finishing. Interesting. Like so they had to release one of those shitty little like prestige bind 3 issues. Ah. <laughs> it was just, just so it's like hey remember what happened before see we got the it's like a trade it's like we've got everything out in a format and not really um <laughs> compass number five of five is out i like the i liked this 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 fun series cool uh dc multiverse batman curse of the white knight bat cycle Ooh, talk um, about this one so we got a bunch of these back in uh sean came back from new york comic-con and Signed a bunch of, we had a bunch of White Knight trades and all sorts of other crap, but he decided that as a favor to us, he was going to uh, do remarks on all of them. So they, every single one of these is remarked. So we have them at, at a premium. I'm sorry, but uh, you know, we do have to pay the rent. So when an opportunity like this comes up, sometimes we got to, we got to seize it. And this was the, we just kind of lucked out and got this reorder. So oh, that's are, cool. They are a little pricey, but they are also remarked by Sean. So good yeah. luck finding that elsewhere. Um, Deep Beyond number nine is out. Cool. Some people love this series. I just didn't know what the hell was happening, like a lot of these sorts of things. Um, it confused me in the when it first started and then just lost me by issue three. Uh, Eternals Forever. Still pushing them <laughs> See, Eternals. Seems redundant. <laughs> uh yes it sure does um it also seems like no one cares uh i don't know man is that movie gonna really gonna do anything do you think i don't know uh you know i'm not gonna speculate because i do not have my finger on the pulse that's fair i think that it, maybe... it, it is not gonna work for me <laughs> i can tell you that i mean i can't quite tell there were a couple of things that I thought were weird. I mean, aside from the fact that nobody gives a shit about the Eternals, and they're very, they're, they have been historically unpopular. Mm. I think it's going to be weird that they have uh, the what's his name, Icarus or whatever they call him. I don't know what how his name is actually. I mean, pronounced. I assume it's either Icarus or Icarus. Yeah, whatever. However, it's pronounced. He essentially looks exactly like Homelander. 
which is uh. really interesting that like they're going to drop this after they've already established a character like Homelander to be one of the worst things in the world and it's it's hard to look at him with the same power set the eye beams and like all that shit he just looks like Homelander and it's I don't From know From the if, boys Homelander? Yeah. yeah. I don't I, know if that's going to affect this the reaction to the character adversely. Who knows? Maybe not. I watched that trailer and I was like, oh, Homelander's in this. But it's okay. I'm sure it's going to do well. It'll at least do bank in China. There's no way around that. Nice. Um, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's where most of the, the movies are. It, it definitely seems to have that kind of look to it. Yeah. like It looks like it was produced for a Chinese audience mostly, which is the, I think it's like, what, two-thirds of the world... Uh, the world box office usually so okay it makes sense that they would do that uh full metal alchemist a new beginning graphic novel cool looks like they're beginning again so that poor guy's cursed a second time bunch <laughs> of craps going on what a bummer um fangoria volume two number 13 is out there's a halloween kills special in that and there's also uh some other cool stuff I don't remember. <laughs> I thought I remembered, but I don't. I didn't look at that one. Future State Gotham number six is out. It's great. Yep. I love it. Gamma Flight number five is out, and that wraps up this mini series and takes care of uh, explaining the fate of some some characters that had been pretty uh pretty messed up by the, the <laughs> immortal hulk story arc yeah they getting they, them back to getting them back to zero so that they can they start a this way new to, series to tuck everything back in yeah. in, in at the in, at the end of the night yeah they, they did it was it was good um i liked gamma flight a lot actually me too i thought it was really fun uh something i'm very excited about uh these gi joe mini mates are so <laughs> goddamn so cool great. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a weird fan of mini mates. I think they're, I think they're just, as far as action figures go, they're just slightly cooler than Lego figures. They're nice and detailed and they don't take up a lot of space, which is something I really enjoy about a collectible. (laughs) I'm a, I'm a huge fan of mini mates and I'm really, I've, it got to a point where there were so many on the market that like, I had to get really specific about like what I liked in a mini mate. Uh, but these GI Joe ones are great. Yeah. Yep. My only complaint is I wish they had just gone all in and done snake eyes with, uh, with his wolf. Oh yeah. It's, it kind of bugs me because that was always the, like when I was a kid spirit, that's why it was. Isn't that the name? No, of that no. was the name of the Native American guy. No, what was that the was name of the wolf? Spirit Iron Knife. Right, but what was the name of the wolf? Devil. Timber. No, that was Timber. Yeah. Timber was. His wolf. They had the wolf. Devil right. was the the wolf that belonged to Phantom. Ah, uh, yeah. I just remember hunting the toy stores for the new Snake Eyes. Like this is the version yes. that's in the the but like when he had that cool visor, yep. and I was like, I needed that one. Like I needed that's that action one. figure, and it took forever to find it. Yeah, that is that is definitely. And it came with the wolf. For me, as a kid, that was literally the coolest action figure that had ever been made. Was yeah. that the visor version of Snake Eyes? Hell yeah! Uh, hardware season one number two. Nice. 
is a comic book that is out. I like it. Um, Harley Quinn, the animated series, Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, number two. This I love is, that the the Catwoman in this one is uh, like Eartha Kit. Yes, <laughs> I think it's like like my favorite thing. Yes, she is great in the in the TV show too. This is of course this is a sequel to the TV series. I gotta this watch is, it. This is the end of series of season two. This is the on the heels of that. Yeah. Which, see, I started season one and I didn't like like the writing, like in. the dialogue of it. But it. yeah, everybody loves it. So it I is know, legitimately I one it. of the funniest written things on tv cool like just hands down uh homesick pilots number 10 nice we got i am batman number two can't believe they already have another artist on this well, i can't believe that either um but at least they've got oliver coipel doing the cover yeah no definitely and the art on the inside oh, is yeah. good i just like i i just like no, him i know so much that when he was i was i just was really looking forward to I agree. More of his stuff. But, you know, it's a good series. It's cool. Okay. And here we have probably the biggest book of the week, or at least the most uh, anticipated book, I think, would be Immortal Hulk 50. Yeah. This is the end of this just mind-blowingly original, interesting series. Yeah. God, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, and it's going to be gone. And this issue, I read cover to cover, um, even though it's like a jillion pages long, because I was very, I was so excited about it. It was and very cerebral. It was very cerebral, and it was also really satisfying. Yeah. It was, the. I can't think of the last time I've seen somebody take a character that has no origin no true origin to the superhero world and expand it backwards in a way that basically retcons the history of the powers and the world in a way that was ever satisfying maybe origin i thought that wolverine origin did a really good job i enjoyed that a lot when it came out which wolverine origin did have like the the like it's not like the hulk origin hasn't been told like back to his childhood whereas the wolverine origin was like completely right. unknown before but origin. this is this is before his childhood this is this is the origin of the gamma curse right 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 this is going back and explaining why he is cursed with this thing and more than that it goes into the more like otherworldly nature of the hulks themselves as forces of nature of destruction versus creation and it's, it's really it's really fun and really smart and just again it's a hulk comic that's very smart i don't know what to tell you it's it's a thing that exists in the world and i loved it it was the like, Cronenbergiest take on the yeah. hulk of all time and they landed it you know yeah. that's the thing is that like they set out with these unbelievably lofty ideas that were just crazy and so far out there. And it was really Cronenbergy. It was a body horror take on the Hulk that involved heaven and hell. It involved, you know, mindscapes and all sorts of complex concepts and then managed to take all of that and synthesize it and actually land it and wrap the whole thing up in a package that this run will be remembered forever. Yeah. This is not this will not be a forgotten series. No. Um if this fits into an omnibus, I might buy it. 50 issues. That's a lot, especially with two 200 pagers in there too. 
Yeah, plus all the like plus all the other ones. Uh, one yeah, shots. That's probably it's it's close. I mean, that's they definitely do that. They definitely do fifty issue. Yeah. Omnibuses. Also, it's not like the issues themselves are like super lengthy. It's only twenty pages. Yeah, they could do it. Probably, I could probably, I would probably do this. Um, but yeah, great stuff. And Iron Man number thirteen, which I'm no longer following. I picked it up because it looked like they finally picked up the the ragtag group of Frogman oh and Scarlet Spider. <laughs> this Alex Ross cover with all of them on it is so insane. Yeah, Frogman actually gets some some good good screen time as well. So does he use his favorite his famous catchphrase? But <laughs> oh God, that comic was so good. Oh man. Uh, Shout out to the dollar bins. Yes, God, please. that comic was good. You know that entire comic is just Spider-Man going to Frogman's house and having dinner with his parents. <laughs> That's good stuff. It's like uh, Frogman shows up and he's like, "Hey, Spider-Man, it's me, Frogman." He's like, "Get out of here, dude!" And then he's like, "No, you, we gotta hang out and fight crime." And he's like, ah, "We're not gonna fight crime." <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, then come back to my house for dinner." And he's like, "I'm not coming back to your house for dinner." And then he goes home and Mary Jane is like, hey, I'm going to a, a play and you better take care. You better do some cool stuff for yourself while I'm gone. You better like you better go to Frogman's house. And he's just like, OK, Mary Jane, do something nice for yourself, like visit Frogman. And I had forgotten that Frogman was the second Frogman and the first Frogman was Frogman's dad. Oh, so then uh, then the entire thing is like they're eating dinner. But then that character, the white rabbit and another yes. character named the always. walrus. Always. Uh, they always they seem always to fight. team up for yeah. some reason. So th- it's it's them. And it's it's a really good single issue of Spectacular. I can't That's remember great. the issue number. But so, yes, you should, dollar bins. you should follow Dollar Binge. <laughs> it's been, I've been getting some good response from that. Yeah, actually. it's great. It's I've like, been enjoying it. Yeah. I think it's really fun. Quality content. So quality content coming straight out of the dollar bins. I'm, I'm leaving here with a with a brand new stack Which, of fresh material. Even though they're technically all a quarter. Oh, I got some dollar books too. Okay. But yeah, I, I feel like as long as it costs less than a dollar, yeah. it's fair game. Um, although, Agreed. yeah, I don't know if I'm going to keep too many of these quarter ones. I'm trying to get these stickers off and they're no. just shredding them. Yeah, they are. Got a couple off. That's why I did it. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I'm mad at you for doing that. I know. I hate doing it, but it just it just causes chaos for us if we don't. Really? Yes. It's just the number of people who are going to do stupid things if we don't if we don't tag them. Well, you mean like resell them for more money? Or oh something? no no no! I don't give a shit if somebody did that. What do you um, mean do stupid things? Like Steal? try to try to be like, oh, this was in the quarter bin. You know, if it doesn't oh, have a tag on it, oh, I found oh. this in the quarter bin because they take it out of the bag in the board, and they're like, so "Oh, you, this was." So you've got to do it with the with the stickers that don't come off easy. Yep. Unfortunately, that is the deal. That's a bummer. Um, so we have uh, James Bond and a word that I can't pronounce. Yeah, I couldn't pronounce it either. Himeros? I gave it a, I gave it a shot. You know what? I'm going to say Himeros. There you go. Maybe it's a Greek island he's visiting. That is possible. Uh, Joker number eight is out. I am not following this anymore. I am not either. I did like the first few, but I'm not there any longer. I'm only buying as many as I am because I can get the James Stokoe variant when I get 25 of them. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I think, I do not think that we're selling enough to justify (laughs) buying 25 copies. But James Stokoe variant is worth it. Um, Justice League Last Ride number six is out really crazy B cover to this one. There's a 
insane looking. Oh dark yeah, side that cover dark side is spiky. by Michael Choi Che. Sure, I think it's Che. Usually that's Che. Um, we've got uh, Kazar, Lord of Savage Land, number two. This is quickly uh, becoming one of my favorite Marvel comics. It's so really weird. Like it. It's it's such a throwback in the writing style, but also like hmm. way more complicated. Yeah, like it's it reminds me of something from the '60s. Only like it reminds me of like uh, like a Kirby book in a way. Sure, but then written in a modern by a modern writer. It's it's weird. It is legitimately weird. It is weird. It's trippy, uh, but it's. I think it's really cool, and I really I like too. the art, yeah. and the story is 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 interesting, and I like it. Yeah, um, we got um, life is strange. Number one. Ah. This is the. That's I believe this is volume two of Life is Strange, based on the video game Life is Strange. Oh. From the Life is Strange series. Made by Life is Strange creator, Life is Strange. Um, <laughs> Mamo, number four of five, is out. I like I Mamo. love this book. I, I think it's brilliant. And again, it is the first thing that I've ever seen that really like hits that Miyazaki yeah. tone in a way that doesn't feel like it's just a ripoff or doesn't feel like it's like an homage. It just feels honest, and it's really cool. Yep like it very cool man eaters cursed number four of five is out fun series um and of course marvel meow oh marvel uh, meow marvel so meow weird. hardcover it is uh this was a series of uh of variant covers that was done two years ago three years ago oh. where uh it was just cats interacting with marvel characters in like it was like a full page comic that was a variant cover for each each series and they've translated that into into a comic book and uh and they've added uh little uh basically like punch lines to the comics on the back page of each of each one it's cool. I I mean, if you like silly cat things, you're gonna fucking love this. If it's you if you cool. like a Galactus comic where he looks like he's yes. gonna spare the 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 planet because, because he, the, of a cute cat, but then he just spares the cat and kills the planet, <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of stuff. He's he's like that. Pretty fun. Uh, Maze book number two. I love this book. Yeah, I, I am got nothing on this one. I am so fond of this thing. Like I said before, it is when you have a story that's like somebody looking for their missing daughter, of course, it's going to be like an easy heartstrings kind of story. This is very complex. This is like Lemire's version of Labyrinth in a way. And it's it's trippy. It's weird. It's you. It's one of those is this person crazy or is this really happening stories? No one believes him when he says that he has this vision of where his daughter is lost. She's left a, she's left a message on his phone or not left a message. She had a conversation with him that is logged on his phone, but he doesn't have a a recording of it. So he continuously is trying to tell people who think that his daughter is dead, that she's not dead. She's actually lost in this labyrinth and he keeps seeing this red string that he thinks is leading him to where she might be lost. And it, 
just it's so cool it's so cool visually it's definitely very interesting i i love the story and i love the way it's being told and i'm like i am sold on this book and that is all i gotta say about that nice uh next thing i would like to say is that miles morales is such a good comic book um that for a while until this until this spider-man book this amazing spider-man came out where i very much enjoyed it Oh, actually, you know what? This does support my theory. Now, now, my conspiracy theory still holds. It felt like they were just trying to bury Peter Parker by making a bad Amazing Spider-Man series and a really good Miles Morales series hmm. because Sony still had the rights. Um, and, you know, as we know with the Fantastic Four a few years back, that is a thing that Marvel will 100% do. Oh, they did it with, yeah, a lot and of, a lot the, of the Wolverine X-Men. thing where they took away Wolverine's powers and put him in constrictor suit to make him look like a fucking clown. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they are willing to sink a property to lower its value so that they can buy the company that owns it. So that is that could be a thing because definitely Peter Parker is not going to be Spider-Man in the next issue of Spider-Man. Yeah. And so who knows? And this and Miles, this book rules. Even though his costume makes him look like a partially circumcised penis, I think it's a really I I hate I, the I new love costume. the book. And Me it, too. Like it's like just use the one from Spider-Verse. It's that costume is good. Just use that. I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, it's probably maybe that's like the same thing where it's like the, um, it's a new Coke. <laughs> no, no. It's like, it's that copyright is the, Oh, the Sony. Yeah. Maybe the, they, they have a copyright on it. So they're like, <sighs> well, we'll give them a different costume. And that would be a bummer because this was a, this was a fan made costume by a creator online. Huh. And they were like, oh, this costume is so cool. We got to use it. And I'm like, I don't know who thought it was great, but. I don't, I like, it could be cool, but it's like one of those things where it only looks good from one angle. Yeah. No, he looks like a partially circumcised penis from a lot of angles with that weird <laughs> turtleneck around his nose. It's like, I don't think that's a good look, but. I don't love it myself. No, not a fan. But I am a fan of the series. Uh, Monster Bash Magazine number four. It's a Curse of the Demon issue. It's so good. Yeah, I love. I, I'm not even a huge Monster Magazine person, but I thought this was a really very interesting and cool magazine. With yeah, I learned it's, something by reading it. <laughs> it is definitely like if you are a fan of of monster stuff from that era, from the the 50s, 60s era. This is a great, great magazine. There's even an article about uh, something older than that. I mean, actually, it's more like 20s to 60s. Um, But yes, awesome. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Number 102 is out. Uh, That's a comic book. We've got No One Left to Fight 2, number one. We've got the trade paperback for Noctera, number one, which is awesome. And it's a $10 trade. Buy it. This book is so fucking good. Nice. I highly recommend the microphone next time. I highly recommend getting on that. If you like weird supernatural stuff, ignore the fact that it looks like the darkness when you look at that main cover. I do not know why they went with that cover. It looks like an image book from the early two thousands. I'm not a fan, but that's the artist on it. Uh, Tony Daniel. Tony Daniel. I mean, he literally did darkness covers back then. Um, So yeah, there's that. But the rest of the book is not like that. It is a very modern take. 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, Scott Toberfest apparently went very well, uh, from what I hear. I, I talked to Sean, is. and Scott Toberfest was a big success. I don't know what that is. Scott Snyder threw a party at uh, <laughs> New York Comic Con with uh, with all of his Comicsology money, and apparently it was a blast. And he was really stoked to see everybody. So that sounded fun. There you go. Maybe I will go to a convention some point. I had a when I the New York Comic Con that I went to, I had a blast. It was I need, a great convention. It doesn't it didn't even occur to me that I have like an A list in to go hang out with like if I went with Sean, I could go to all these dumb parties. Damn, why don't I do that? I don't know. <laughs> it's really stupid. Okay. Cuz there's a pandemic. Oh yeah, that was that's literally <laughs> the reason. I went to uh, I went to one of the big monster conventions with Damien Maffe and that was like nice. That was super cool. Get to hang out in the bar and like shoot the shit with like really, really weird people. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, you're the Phantom. That's pretty cool." Uh, anyway, uh, okay. So, Norse mythology two number five. Did you see that this was drawn by Gabriel Hernandez Walta? I don't know who that is. It's the vision artist. Oh, yeah. And oh, also, I didn't what know else that. did he draw that was really good? He no, did a, I didn't one see of the that. Black Hammer series. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I thought it was all Craig Russell, but it's. Nope. Yeah, it seems like Craig Russell's not doing the whole thing. Just the covers. Or at least this cover. I don't know about the other issues. I think he was doing, like, like occasional pages because he was. He's definitely. He's definitely an interior artist for like little tiny snippets. Okay. Um, it's a cool looking book. Yeah. Ordinary Gods number four, Pennyworth number three, and Pokemon Adventures Collected Edition Graphic Novel Volume Ten. Who doesn't <sighs> love a Pokemon? Who doesn't love a freaking Pokemon? Uh, this one seems to have a Greninja on the cover, so Ooh. that hey, his tongue is a scarf. His tongue is a scarf. That seems so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it seems kind of gross, too. Doesn't it get also, dry? absolutely disgusting. Um, and we have Scary Monsters Magazine, number 123. This is very exciting. It has a full-on glow-in-the-dark cover. Yeah, it's All cool of the, again. like, it's got a couple of normal people and then, like, some spooky people who are all only in glow in the dark so you can't see them until the lights go out it's super spooky i think it's it's a gorgeous wraparound cover i'm shocked that they they must have spent a fortune doing this i mean that had to up the cost of production by like a buck a a buck a magazine but good on them it looks awesome uh shang chi number five shang chi um it's great uh, somebody's stolen the Iron Man armor and tries to sell it to the corporation that Shang-Chi has now taken over from his father with hilarious, well, I don't know, with uh, mixed results. Sexy results. Sexy, sexy results. That's what I was looking for. Uh, six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. I love it. It's great. And that B cover is very cool. Oh, it's the variants for the series have all been really good, but this one in particular is yeah, very, that very, one very I'm good. Really into. Um, Snelson comedy is dying. Number three. I didn't read this one, but the last one was so good. It really was. I'm I'm very interested. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog number forty five. We finally got a trade for Spectre Inspectors, nice. which is that house style boom book 
that's actually kind of a cool ghost story I really liked. Yeah, it was good. It was a good series. Um, I followed that when it was Yeah. In single issues. And the trade is like a one of those smaller sized Yeah. Cool uh, ones. We got uh Star Trek Mirror War. It's a kind of that mirror mirror thing for uh the next generation. Ah we've yes. got Star Wars Adventures Ghosts of Vader's Castle number four of five. Cool. Some fun spooky stuff in this. Yeah. Uh also the B cover has a weird uh Children of the Damned kid on it and it's great. Nice. Uh Star Wars Doctor Aphra number fifteen is out. And we have a brand new High Republic series, which is Star Wars High Republic Trail of Shadows, number one. Um, this is pretty cool. I I enjoy the High Republic era. It's funny how much better this translates to comic book than it translates to the screen. Uh, still, I'm not I'm not one of those people who has embraced the prequels, <laughs> even though they are pretty terrible. Um, yeah. I get I get why people like them. That's certainly not the issue. But I definitely feel like these cities and these like Blade Runner-y looking worlds were not as exciting for me in Star Wars because I was looking for the post-apocalyptic worlds that Star Wars, that the, the original three movies gave us. I like I like the detritus and the destroyed world of of the Star Wars universe, the high technology that's fallen to ruin, and people are like patching it together with duct tape. Mm-hmm. That shit is much more interesting to me. But in a comic book, you can do so much with it that I think it's I think it just reads better, honestly. Yeah. And so I I do enjoy these. And we got more Star Wars in the form of <laughs> so much Star, Star Wars. Wars Bounty Hunters number five. There's as much Star Wars this week as there is Batman. That's crazy. Well, I mean, there's three Star Wars, four Star Wars, five Star Wars. Bam. Yeah, we do. We've literally got as many fucking Batman as Star Wars. Wow, that's crazy. Um, oh, and uh, highly anticipated last issue of Strange Adventures. Yeah. Comes through with a very punchy ending, some some fun things and some fun characters who we knew would save the day, save the day. Cool stuff. Um, Agreed. I've also got the best way for anyone to spend $60 here. That would be buying a tabletop Street Fighter II Championship Edition arcade game. Wait, what? For $60? For $60. Bucks. It's, like this, it's like this big. Oh, that's cool. It's so cool. But like the buttons. The price of a new Nintendo game. Exactly. The buttons are like the right size for your fingers. So it's not like, it's not hard to play it. It's just, it feels like they just kind of figured out exactly as small as you can go before playing it is kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> nice. And it's, yeah, it's super Scientifically fun. engineered to yes. be as small as needed. Yep. And Superman and the Authority, number four of four, is out. I still don't get where this, like, apparently it's going to continue into action comics. And it's like, I, I, I guess I'm a little, I think DC needs to brand the future yeah, stories correctly so that you know that it's taking, where it's taking place. But that said, this series has been great. And I really like that, like, the team, I think it, it's cool. Yeah. It has, like, the feel of both Superman and the authority. True. You are correct. It does have both of those things. Um, Another book that's really good that I'm surprised by, 
is Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads number four. I don't know why I'm surprised. I feel like I'm surprised every time I pick this issue up because in my heart, I want to hate Greg Land so much. And then every time I read a Greg Land story, I'm like, but it, it works. Like the art is really serviceable and it really like the whole story flows really well. And this is a, this is a weird Eternals crossover. Um, in space with the Hulk and some other stuff. It's, it's fun. It's a fun book. I don't know if you like, if you like the Spider-Man's it's a, it's a great Spider-Man story. Uh, Titans United. Number two of seven is out. Yeah. Straightforward superhero action, action, uh, transformers, Grimlock. Number three, uh, as we know, Grimlock is the smartest of all the Dinobots. And, I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> uh, his his famous quote, me, me Grimlock, I'm smartest of all Dinobots. Oh. Uh, Transformers Wreckers, Tread and Circuits, number one, is out. That would be uh, the Wreckers, famously portrayed by Eric Idle. No, that's the <laughs> Junkers, sorry. Um, he was, <laughs> wasn't that what Eric Idle played in the movie? I have not seen any of those movies. Oh my god! Oh no, not those movies. the The original nineteen eighty four. I was not a Transformers oh. fan. They're ever s- at any time. You just don't understand how much more they are than meets uh, the eye. I think is the problem. Yeah. I, yep. That was it. Uh, <laughs> Trover <laughs> saves the universe. Number three of five. We've got a trade paperback for Ultra Mega, which I highly, 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 oh. highly, 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 highly recommend. And I second. It second, is second, 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 second. The second. best. We also have the Umbrella Academy. You look like Death Deluxe Edition and Very Regular Library n- Edition. Nice packaging oh on that deluxe. God, the deluxe is so beautiful. Um, it's it's like one of the prettiest books I've ever seen. It's cool. Like literally ever seen. I'm like I I'm not even really a huge Umbrella Academy fan and I was like, "Oh, that slipcase is gorgeous. It's got crazy flamingos on it. It's hot pink. It's like yeah. it comes with a with like this special little uh little fold-out artwork. It's it's great." Is this the one that was drawn by INJ Colbard? This is the INJ Culbard, and it also comes with an exclusive print from INJ Culbard. Oh man, nice for this version. So INJ Culbard cool. is awesome, and yeah, this is the one that focused on Klaus, and yep. uh, yeah, is is a very good one. And from the world of Black Hammer, we have the Unbelievable Unteens, uh, issue number three. We also have, which is like his take on New Mutants. Yeah, essentially, we have the. Vampirella Vampiverse, <laughs> which is a bunch of different Vampirellas. It was just what the world needed. Uh, certainly not an excuse to draw a bunch of silly covers, um, although these covers are so goddamned good. There is one version of of these covers that has a Vampirella who looks like the Bride of Pinbot. Yes. And it's so good. <laughs> That's the one I liked. If you are If you're a fan of Pinball Machines, Bride of Pinbot... One of the best. Uh, we got Weenie featuring Frank and Beans. Mad about meatloaf. Uh, <laughs> well, you got to tell what the deal is with this because I don't, I don't, I don't know what this is. Okay. I mean, it's, obviously for children. Listen, it's very complicated, but there is a dog and a cat team. One of them's named Weenie. 
Uh, and the... Oh, actually, I'm sorry. There's a dog, cat, and hamster team. One's oh. named Weenie. And, and then, then Frank, there's Frank, Frank and Beans are the other two. Got it. And, All right, now uh, I understand. Yes, and Weenie is the dog, and he is a big fan of meatloaf. And so these are the stories of him going to any any length to obtain the meatloaf of his heart's desire by any means possible by any means possible Necessary. uh it is super bloody he kills <laughs> so many people Did to really? get this meatloaf no sadly Does he kill things and make that into I meatloaf mean, <laughs> to be fair it's a it's a bloody process to make a meatloaf yeah it involves murdering a gigantic cow so also ketchup and also ketchup which is blood like <laughs> which which uh, replaces blood for us as carnivores <laughs> if you want less of a bloody uh, scene, you can also use barbecue sauce, which has Ooh. a less blood-like texture. Why even bother at that point? I don't know. Uh, we got Wonder Woman 780. She's back. This entire issue is just everybody being like, oh, hey. <laughs> hey where were you? Welcome back. <laughs> oh, you're back. Welcome Including back. like a two-panel thing of Dr. Psycho watching it on TV. And he <laughs> says, inconceivable, <laughs> which is my favorite line in the entire book. Uh, well, it's, it's a better word than the than the one from the, the from the Harley Quinn series. Uh, <laughs> uh, you lost me. Very on that sad. One. Uh, yeah, no, he was canceled for using the c word about Wonder Woman. And oh, Doctor Psycho was Doctor Psycho. Oh, funny, <laughs> and it was just that was the entire thing was just that he was a misogynist and he couldn't like couldn't get arrested in the town anymore. He was just like his reputation was destroyed. He was trying to build back his reputation. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, Wonder Woman by George Perez, trade paperback, volume six. Featuring the War of the Gods crossover issues. Ooh, I did like that. Yep. Uh, we've got Wonder Woman, The Adventures of Young Diana. I, it is at least by the same team as the team that did the backups in the Wonder Woman comic, but it might actually be just a collection of all of them in one cover. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. It's cute. It's very boom house style kind of Wonder yep. Woman as a kid. And Ile de Paradis. And one of the big casualties this week, unfortunately, and I am sorry to everybody who is not getting it, X-Men number four was a oh, big casualty this shoot. week. They were all trashed. So if you Whack. are somebody who wants to read it, I do have my damages here. Uh, they are not accounted for yet. You are welcome to take one. Some of them are not completely destroyed. They're just like have little corner bumps, but they are not collectible issues of a comic book anymore. So please hit me up if you're somebody who's reading X-Men and just wants to read the next one. It's especially sad because this is the coolest goddamned cover of an X-Men comic I've ever seen. Oh wow. It's Whoa, really? It's Cyclops as the uh as the headless horseman. Ooh. It's so cool. Wow. I hope to God. I mean, I Is that a variant cover? Or that's the that, main cover. That's the main cover. That is the main cover, isn't wow. that weird? Um and wow. wow. Uh and I'm crossing my fingers that Marvel is just going to do reprints of of issues from these last two weeks and make them available to us because the damages are so extensive Oof. for everything that, that penguin has shipped that everybody's affected. I mean, to the point where discount comic book warehouse didn't get a single fucking issue of Marvel last week. Deesh. I mean, this is a 
big, big, like, I don't think it's possible to overstress how bad a fuck up this is. Like, they're going to lose literally millions of dollars over this. Oof. Like, so I, I would imagine that they're. Heads are going to roll. I would hope heads are going to roll or at least, you know, maybe now they'll listen to retailers about how you need to pack comic books because I have it on good authority that someone uh, in the industry actually spoke to them. Someone who is a retailer was actually talking to them and saying, hey, I got your I got this box. If this is how the rollout's going to go, you need to change right away because you're going to destroy everyone's comics this is not acceptable they got a a shipment like of comics a week early because they had certain certain reorders that were like Mm. not on the final order cutoff and so they shipped a week early and they were like basically sounding the alarm to everyone at penguin stop this is terrible these are going to be ruined please don't do this and penguin brushed them off so it's not great. <laughs> I mean, fuck them. I mean, hey, it yeah. sucks that you guys get if you if you get screwed, like that you don't have a way to recoup what you've lost. So I'm not being flippant about that. that is, but like, that if they difficult. lose a million dollars over right. their mistake, screw them. Yeah, I mean, they have it to lose, but it's it's really crazy how bad like how bad a screw up this was. Um, and also, it's. It's crazy how bad their uh, their replacement thing is. I have to literally fill out an email with like all of the product numbers and my numbers of losses. I have to type this whole thing out. It's it Ugh. takes so long. Diamond's return process is like a, a spreadsheet, and it's like how many of these did you lose? There was it uh, UPS's fault or was it our fault? UPS, this one's yours. That's UPS. Cool, done. If we have replacements, they'll get sent out next week. Awesome. And this is like, <laughs> just like pulling teeth. Ugh. Boo. Not cool. No, it's not great. Uh, oh, I would I would be totally stoked to see Marvel go back to Diamond or go to Lunar. Either of those two things would be very acceptable. I would right. probably still buy books from, uh, from Penguin Random House because they're regular trades and things like that. Everything's cool. Yeah. I get my... I, get a lot of manga from them and it comes pretty much undamaged you know really puts the lie to the whole handling charge <laughs> yes it sure you know. does shipping okay sure handling f handling was <laughs> dropping it in a f- box minus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah ridiculous anyway um i do want to remind everyone that we have an amazing halloween free comic event coming up and Mm -hmm. that they should all participate in it it is for adults and children alike it's for everybody uh we're gonna have multiple titles at multiple locations we have a map we're gonna have bags that i'm gonna screen print that we're gonna be giving away that are exactly comic book sized you can get them to pick up your comic books each week too it's like a little adorable tote that's going to have amazing Michael Connor artwork on it. I saw it. It's great. It's so good. So good. I'm very excited to get that done. And uh, you'll yeah. want to participate just for the tote. Exactly. There's that, and you can go to all these different cool independent businesses locally, and you can get free comic books. And it's all going to be really good stuff. We got all of the Marvel titles, so we're getting the new Hawkeye and Miles Morales and like all this stuff. Get it. It's great. 
it's well worth your time and it's going to be fun. Plus and it'll be fun to explore Portland. Exactly. If you haven't in a while. You know? It's something fun you can do door to door. in Portland on Halloween with your kids or by yourself or whatever. It's just a fun, it's just a fun event. And I hope you all decide to participate. Yeah. And uh, that is it. Um, and you can follow us at um actually comics on the on the Instagram. You can follow us at Coast City Comics on the Instagram. You can purchase items from CoastCityComics.com, which I recommend that you do because it helps me make this podcast and other <laughs> things of that nature. Yeah, definitely. And you should also follow uh, Bob's new account <laughs> at Dollar Binge. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's uh, well worth a follow. I have so much material. Like it's <laughs> like I have to stop myself from posting. Like it's it's something that I really needed. But that said, don't stop following the unactually um actually comics because I did like I I gave some a material to the um actually this week, uh with that sl- schlarn. <laughs> That Schlarn panel. By the way, in case you're wondering, uh, if you ever see that comic Slain, it's a um, 2000 AD. It's actually pronounced Schlarn, and I love saying it. It's pretty Uh, fun. I'm going to be posting a lot of Schlarn. I bought some Schlarn (laughs) comics from the uh, quarter bin, although unfortunately one of them didn't make the sticker. The sticker removal did not. I only tore completely through the cover on one with one of the sticker. Uh, but uh, I was the whole t- the whole podcast. I was like peeling the stickers off these quarter books and like, oh, almost, oh no! <laughs> I was trying not to just blurt out "fuck" like every time I did. But I got the- I got it off a few of them. There's a few that few few that made it through. Anyway, I don't need nice. to photograph the covers for my my content. But uh, yeah, follow the um actually comics uh, and there will be less less posting there, more posting at Dollar Binge. Uh, but um. You know, also c- come in here and raid these. Don't let me take all these <laughs> amazing dollar books that uh, that are that are here like, and amazing quarter books. Which and is- quarter books. I'm I'm leaving with what? How many is fourteen? How many is seven dollars worth? Seven times four, twenty eight. Twenty eight quarter books. For yeah, seven dollars. I got. Oh man, so much stuff. So much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting. I'm putting stuff that would not normally go into quarter bins. I got the first appearance of Apocalypse in your quarter bin today. Yep. There's a lot of stuff in there that should not, not would the, like, not true appearance. No, the shadow it's, panel it's the, one. It's the cameo. It's I got the sticker off of it though. Oh damn it! Now you're gonna be Fuck able to yeah. slab that thing. Slabbing it. <laughs> um, I got this Dennis the Menace comic where he's dressed up like Spider Man. He has all of his friends trapped in a web. <laughs> that bastard. He truly is a menace. Every you new know, universe mu- number one. Is he a threat or a menace? I think uh, he's. I think he's Spider both. Kid. He's. Uh, oh, he, I, threat or oh, menace? He is a menace. I think you got. Uh, There's no question. I think you got that E man. I knew that was going to happen. Oh, I did. Oh, I, number one was I shredded. I, I couldn't get the sticker off of it. <laughs> Uh, but number two, I did get the sticker off, uh, except for it took a little bit of the cover. But uh, but that E Man number one, I was re- I was trying real hard for that one, and uh, nope. <laughs> awesome. All right, everybody, thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Bye, Bye comics. Bye.